Hey, Podcast Nation. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode on the Two Brothers Podcast is on Create versus Consume. Enjoy. We actually had a daily Q&A on our podcast recently that I answered that question. It was, how do I move from consuming content to creating content? And it's, to me, a really, really, really big topic in regards to what what we have to do in order to look at ways that we can start con- consuming content in a creative fashion if we are consuming it and just looking at how we can create content in a creative fashion the majority of the time as opposed to consuming it. But then once you do make that switch, focusing on how you're consuming content that is bringing you value in some way, shape or form, instead of just consuming content aimlessly that doesn't really bring you any value or bring you any insight, perspective or like improvement. So a large part of what I do now is uh, I only create content trying to bring you value or trying to bring people value as opposed to consuming content aimlessly. And what that does for me is it optimizes what I do because I don't spend any time I don't spend any time focusing on consuming content aimlessly. Yes, sir. So a big part of that is for me is understanding how you shift and make that general shift from create from consumption to creating. And it's a actually it's a rather large jump moving from consuming to creating. It's a really big topic and it's a really big shift because it's not only just simply shifting from one thing to the next. It's a huge, 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 huge topic of shifting your idea, your ideas, your ideological operation and your like your methods for living and methods for operating. So consuming versus creating and creating versus consuming. I'm thinking about we're we're thinking about it. We're in media starting a whole show on it because for me, it's correlated with like living unhealthy to living healthy and living someone that's been in an addiction is I can correlate all of this to living with an addiction and living in recovery because how I do that is if in relationships, a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship, you have to bring something of value in that relationship and you have to offer something that improves things for that other person or helps them. And in when you're consuming, you're more just about consuming content that brings you escapism because you don't have that fulfillment in your life and you don't have that excitement or you're not living that life that you're you're wishing you could live. And so then you consume content that brings you that, that brings you that fulfillment, excitement and uh, fantasy of living a life that you're doing and you have control and you're doing what you want to do. So it's really interesting once you realize that it's more of a shift of trying to live in a healthy fashion as opposed to unhealthy, of trying to bring some value to people instead of just take from people. And I think it's a really, really big topic that we're going to dive deeper into here in the next 30 minutes. But ultimately, I I think it's a huge, great topic, Zaya. Don't you think it's interesting how the consumption versus create and create versus consume correlates with like unhealthy and healthy 
and how uh, someone that's living in a healthy fashion that's trying to bring other people up with them or bring them something is typically in a much better space than someone that's just consuming content that is trying to give them some sort of escapism from their life that they don't have. So they go to content and they look at these people that are traveling the world, that are doing things they're not doing, that are living the life they wish they could be living. Instead of taking the action to go out there and do it, they're consuming the content in an unhealthy escapism fashion, just like I would consume drugs in that same fashion. There's a balance to it all. I don't think, I think you, like, it's fine with doing some consuming. What you're talking about and what my brother's bringing about is everyone only consumes. I think it's fine to consume stuff because yeah, to a certain ratio. extent because I follow people online that I love to follow that inspire me. So it's positive consumption. So yeah. when it comes to social media, I think it's important to follow on Facebook and Instagram and other platforms to follow certain people like we do, like Gary Vee, that are doing what you want to do. So there's nothing wrong with following people that are traveling the world or The Rock who lifts, he's top notch in the gym. But the inventory to be out about it, about it for me is like, why am I following them and how often am I spending time following them? And, or is that all am I doing? Or am I actually implementing the things that these people are creating while following them and being inspired and then also contributing by creating myself? So it's a balance. I don't think it's good to only create and never consume because then you're not really caring about other people. I think it's important to support and follow and engage with other people that are creating. But that's there's more listening and than then, And then I think um, consuming is something that you should do too, but it should be controlled. Control your feeds. And eliminate, targeted. Eliminate all of the stuff on your feeds that, that has nothing to do with positivity, that has nothing to do with what you're interested in, that has nothing to do with what you're passionate about, that has nothing to do with good energy. So, and then um, be a creator. Like a lot of people aren't creating at all. Like my brother's giving you examples how a lot of people are using social media as Morning a drug, dog. as a drug, right? They're just using it as a drug to escape their life. So exactly escapism. So that's a great point. But there's a balance to it. Like he, my brother's giving good extremes, which I think is important for him to talk about. But I also feel like I also feel like it's important to bring that to center about how you can do. It's not one or the other. It's not like all of it's bad and all of it. Creating can be bad too. It's all driven from ego and escapism. Like you can be creating tons of content online and making it all about you. And, totally. not, and not engaging. Great and point. Not, so both of them are bad. Really, they can be. It's really your honest inventory of why you're doing it. The removal of the ego. Yeah, and then make sure you're doing it in a way where you're creating because you want to connect. You want to create a community. You want to bring energy. You want to bring positivity. You want to bring intellectual value. So that's what we're talking about. And then limit your consumerism. Just like, hey man, I'm only going to spend 15 minutes uh, twice a day on consuming social media and I'm going to dedicate, you know, triple that or double that to creating even if you match it that's still better how about just matching it for every 15 minutes you spend consuming start off with spending 15 minutes creating do but it that's a great that's a great concept Hosea, because you're talking about auditing your time then essentially what you're doing is you're starting to time management that's a great point yeah, no, no, that's no, no, a great concept social media isn't just bad start, at all really social media is just showing the unhealthy people are coming to the light there's so much of it technology is not like it can it be bad sh- but like it, technology and social media can be the greatest thing that it's ever been i think that's a great idea though if you started just simply with if i consume five to ten minutes of content create five now minutes. create five to ten minutes that makes total sense that's a great way of looking at it and then creating to connect 
I love that saying In too. fact, that you should be consuming with the intent of, of uh, creating based off the people that you love their content. Exactly. So, like, if we, if I'm following Gary, and you v, mentioned this, if earlier. I'm following Gary V, The Rock, and um, Drake's, Drake, let's say Drake's Instagram, if those are the three people I look up to, yeah, I should be consuming their content with the intent of recognizing what I like about it and then applying that to what I create. So then that way it's intent with why I'm consuming and what I'm creating, and it's not just aimlessly scrolling through because I want to avoid whatever it is I want to avoid in my life. It's like I'm trying to have intent with my with my relationship with that. And, and, and at the end of the day, like my brother was saying, the more I create, the more I, the more I feel better because then I'm actually giving back to those platforms. And I feel like I'm a part of it more than just consuming. And when I'm just consuming, I'm never creating. I'm just taking and I don't really feel happy or connected. And it's a way different experience. I can just say it's myself. Sometimes I do consume more than create and I'm not... I don't. It's, it's not. Changed. It's not. It's not uh, a better experience. Like it is more fun being on social media. From my experience, when I'm creating content that I really feel like is me, it's really unique and creative. And I'm doing emojis and I'm making music and I'm switching the copy around and I'm making it really unique and I'm using music that I like that represents what I'm doing. It's way more fun than just sitting on there and following people and everyone commenting on negative things that divide us. And I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about tough topics. Like, that's fine. But it needs to be intent. Again, this is about an inventory. Like, what am I doing on social media? Sometimes I think people should take a month off from social media, do an inventory, and then reassess before they hop back on. I just love what Take you a month did. off and re really do an inventory. I have had my friend do this recently. And she says she's back on Facebook now. And she's approaching it in a different way. And she's having a better experience. I just think just like consuming two hours a day, nonstop negative energy. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. The majority of Americans are in that boat though. They're not in the, they're not, they're in the boat of just mass consumption aimlessly. So that's why I think it's a really great talking point about, cause once you say what you just said, Isaac, you realize that everyone has value. You said, create to connect, create to bring value. It feeds people's egos. That's why they consume. You also start to realize that we all have something to share with the world then. Whether it's, no matter what it's on, whether you have an experience on being judged, predicated against because of your sexuality, whether it's on toenails, painting, carpentry, art, you're an artist, you're like me and Isaac and where we have our stories we share, whatever you want to share, you have a value. Once you start to move into creating, you start to realize you do have value to bring forward and you start to feel fulfilled and you start to feel happy and content and like you're living a life that is worthwhile. And then you start to find out that like for me, when I started doing it, I started to stop my consumption. It started to completely come down. I literally 90% of the time now throughout the day, I'm looking at ways that when I look at content, I can create something that is going to help people or like and the only content I consume, is stuff that pushes me to be more creative. Like I look at inspirational stuff that brings me ideas or stuff that brings me intellectual insight so that that I can move forward in the future and use that to make more content for my audience that is relevant to the culture to today and how I can connect instantly via that intersection of attention and culture and use content that is powerful, authentic, and culture relevant and time relevant. So I think that's really cool how I've seen that shift happen. And I really think seeing that come to fruition is really powerful. And I start to believe in it. 
And I just start to think it's much bigger than just create versus consume. I start to see that it's more about like, it's it's like America selling us on not not being aware, awake, and having value and feeling empowered and feeling like we have the abilities to do these things. A lot of us feel like we can't go out and do these things when really I feel like America's beat us down to think that you can't share your story, that you can't do your, like, to make you feel like you can't go do these things, but like everyone can go do it. It's so simple. So I just think it's really interesting to look at it in that lens of extreme, on extreme levels, like healthy versus unhealthy, which in a healthy relationship, you bring value, you build people up, you give them worth, you give them, you remove friction from their life, you give them some value. And in an unhealthy relationship, I come and I take from that relationship and that's it. I just take, 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 get, it's all about me. And that's very similar to me in my drug addiction when I think about it, is when I was using drugs and addicted, it was all about me, 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 buy, buy, buy consume, 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 get high, get high, get high and feel good. And then there was no healthy give or take there. So I think that's really interesting when you start to look at the consumption in America and how Americans and you start to correlate all the things about being addicted to time and speed and friction free processes and how we're addicted to spending our money on stuff. And we're addicted to consuming stuff and escaping in entertainment and escaping in, um, social media because we're not living that life where I feel like if you like me, I start to realize it and live it. Once I've done these things, I've traveled, I've gone to Hawaii, I've sculpted, I'm starting my own business. We're being creatives on a consistent, regular basis. I stopped, I stopped doing that consumption. I stopped having that aimless consumption. And I started to feel like I'm living that life that's fulfilling and fun. And that's why I'm sharing it with you because I think it's so, so obtainable for everyone else. So I think that's really interesting for me to observe and and be living in that and then also be able to share that and see that in other people and see how the the majority of content on the web is garbage, garbage. 95 plus percent of content is to me not authentic, not powerful and not people being real or vulnerable. I mean, that's real interesting to me. What percent of content do you think is like when you look at it? Do you feel like, oh, I can I connect with that person? I don't know. It's a good. I don't know the percentage. It's a good. I would say that it's not just aimlessly consuming either. I think a lot of it is just ego feeding. Uh, like people are on there to feed their ego. I just don't think so people I are don't, auditing their their consumption. Well, yeah, but I I agree. There are people too that know how much to spend time on it, and they know they're addicted. They can't stop too, because I know people like that. Well, three, I'm addicted to it. Three, I'm not gonna lie. I th- love so the there's certain parts. You have people aimlessly consuming. We touched on that. So I'm gonna talk about other things because you touched on that point really good. So I think it's good to talk about everything that I see and I experience. So that's one, that's probably the most, the highest percentage is aimlessly consumption. Two, I think it's people that are doing it and they know they're addicted and they can't stop, whether it's creating or consuming. I'm addicted and I can't stop. So that's I'm addicted two. and I can't stop. But I think three, a lot of people, if they really admitted it, they're creating posts and stuff selfishly for the ego. It's not with an intent to uplift others, bring intellectual value, be authentic, be raw. It's about them in their opinions and it's negative a lot of time it's actually not positive trying to connect it's actually posting stuff that divides people or it's they just want attention so a shout out to people listening so they want attention so i see a lot of people the way they post on social media it's for attention and i get it there's oh i get it like a business a business wants attention but like not attention in a way because of your providing value like just attention like it's just about me and feeding my ego so that's what i see with a lot of people too 
I see a lot of people on there, not only with that, with arguing, with politics and the world. It's and not about this. unity. So that's what I see. So it's a combination of all those things. I would say if we had to break it down, it's probably a minimum of half the people or more. 60%, maybe 70 that are aimlessly have no idea. Then you have another group of people that I think that know are consuming and they're addicted. They just can't stop it. And then you have more people that are still, they, that are even creating, but it's all about them. Like they're posting all the time. They're posting content all the time, but they're not making it positive. They're not making it about unity. They're not making it about being authentic and vulnerable and storytelling. And they're not making it about others, community. It's just about themselves and it feeds their ego. So I think so you that's just hit the different thing. That's like 1% that's, of people or less that are doing that. Then. So yeah, when you have left over, it's probably 1 to 5% of the people that are, that are on social community. media that are creating it for community, for positive things. Well, even let's just think about just in the business sense. Oh, there's that's only even worse. there's only like but if you look at the amount of people that are on social media actually trying to grow their business, that's probably what 10% of people and even those groups of people aren't all doing it the way that we're talking about but if just everyone you, you realize that social media is the platform to grow a business and make money and monetize your passion and connect to people at the same time 90% of people should be on there doing that yeah at least even if it's for selfish ego like we see a lot of people with businesses with Instagram specifically where they got the Ferrari and the big mansion and the oh, I hate it. that shit. yeah I'm not going to say hate. I don't use the word hate the strong word. I hate but, that shit. Uh, I, I will. I'll smash him with a chair. Yeah, I'm not going to smash anyone with a chair, dude. That's not, that's not what I do. But um, that those people are just another form of someone who's still feeding their ego. They're still trying to make an image. They're not being authentic. They're not being real. And even if they are, even if they have a Ferrari and a big mansion, that's still selling a false dream. And I think that's negative about why people should be motivated to do what they love. It shouldn't be to get a big house and a Ferrari. It should be about happiness and passion. So even in that realm of the small percentage of people, and that's only if you're on Instagram a lot. You don't see it on Facebook as much, but it's clear on Instagram. My brother knows. Like if you're on Bunch Instagram, of garbage. If you're on Instagram. Bunch of flakers and you got fakers. It, you got a lot. You got it. But I'm not going to judge. If someone, if someone thinks that's what makes them happiness... That's fine by them. I'm not. But gonna... it's showing your insecurities, and in, in if you, if you have to post a photo on Instagram of me with money or me with cars or airplanes, it kind of says a lot about your ego and your fear and your insecurities. Because that's like you trying to flash your. It's like almost measuring your cock, or like you having to flash your 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 big wad, or you're, you're having to flash your big fancy. Yeah, car. I'm not. You know, I think. I mean, I get what you're saying, but. My point is, at the end of the day, even if that's them being authentic, I think it's the wrong message. That's all I'm saying. It is. Because sometimes it's that, but also sometimes I think it's authentic to people, but that's what America has been selling us for hundreds of years is that dream, and that's the wrong sell. That's the wrong message. It should be, like Gary Vee says, it should be about happiness, it should be about fulfillment, and it should be about passions. If that happens to be a Ferrari in a big house, fine but that shouldn't in my opinion that shouldn't be the overall message and i think most people that's that's not what that they don't care about that most people the most audience out there you might get 10 1 to 10 percent that that's what they want but for 90 95 percent of people they just want happiness fulfillment and passion in their life and, and it has time nothing, control it has nothing to do with the ferrari or big mansion it has more to do with the freedom to do what you love with the people you love waking up every day doing things that fulfill you and make you happy and that the core is what we all should be spreading on social media the who the what the when the where Whether the why you're a or just a person that directly correlates to time control though yeah exactly so 
again, that's what this is all about. And then wrapping that up too, it's like you're creating and giving a message. We're designed to be, to create as humans. And like evolve. People use the word the creator, right? Like whatever your spiritual belief system is, but that's just the word that you heard, the creator. Um, you know, so I believe as humans, we're designed to create. We are designed to grow and we're designed to create. And creation is the ultimate form of growth. That's because when science. I That's because when I am creating, I am growing. growing. 100%. When I am consuming, I am not growing. Which is why I'm so addicted uh, to this. Because uh, I love evolution. I love growing. Yeah, and, and we look at creating. Anything can be any form of art. Any form of creation is considered art, in my opinion. And when that is happening, we combine our logical brain with our creative side of our brain. And we use imagination, we use our experience, we use storytelling, all these things I'd better talk about. We're combining that with technology to connect with people at a large scale. And it's just, this didn't even exist 25 years ago, the internet. So it's finally matured, the internet. Social media is not even 15 years old, barely. The baby. So like we're still in the very infants. new into this thing that we're talking about, but like the power the key is it needs to be brought now before we this thing blows up even bigger and on the wrong side of it with technology and we have a mass group of people that are just consuming worse and worse and worse like i honestly believe there will be treatment centers because i work in the field of chemical dependency like i've been in the field for a long time i'm in recovery i've worked at treatment centers outpatients i now work at a sober living facility shout out great lake sober living i think there'll be treatment centers with people specifically young adults that for technology and phones and social media that they will be people yeah, that are so addicted to it like look at a little kid right now here's an example these little kids between the ages of five and, and, and eight 15 are hooked on dope which is their dope is their phone more than i was hooked at 14 on marijuana and 15 like when i was 14 or 15 i loved oh, i loved smoking yeah. weed, right he loved the reefer listen, but listen if i didn't get that my boy, I love if i reefer. didn't have pot for three or four days at that age my addiction wasn't bad enough where i'd freak out you take like four five to 15 year olds phone away or ipad away for a day they go nuts i've seen parents talk about it i've seen it they go nuts they're more addicted to the dope of technology and a phone and internet and an iPad more than anything. But that's because a kid is unaware of that. Their endorphins are popping off, and they're, but they're hooked on that shit like dope. Super interesting point. Addicted to consumption. The that's, little kids are. And that's it, America. But it's America get, is addicted yeah, to consumption. Yeah, but it's going to get worse because none of us were like that when we were young. I remember like we didn't, I didn't have a cell phone until I was 16 and I didn't even have a smartphone until I was like 26. Morning, morning, Kevin. Yeah, I know, man. 26, maybe 25. Let's just say 25. I was probably 26, probably. No, I was 26 years old before I had a smartphone. So that means I've only had a smartphone for four years of my life. These kids are getting smart devices at five. Yeah, but let's be real. It's just the way the world is. And the, But we have to learn to merge with technology in a healthy fashion. So that's a big part of this whole conversation of what you're saying is merging with some technology or former technology in a healthy fashion, using it constructively. 
So we have lots of tools at our disposal, more than we ever have in, in modern day, as far as tools for techno of technology and what we can do with them. So it's crucial that we start to understand and audit our income and actions and what our goals are and what our mission is, our purpose, our vision, and what makes us happy, what brings us fulfillment, what we want to do with these tools. Because ultimately, in the modern day, life has never been better factually to live. The quality of life has never been better. And we, we've never had as many technological tools as we do today to share our stories and do what we want to do or pursue whatever passion we want to pursue. So ultimately, understanding how to use them in a creative, healthy fashion is essential to having success. So using the tools of technology in a healthy, constructive fashion, like Zaya said, he said it, to create to connect, create to connect. And really the best way to create to connect is to remove my ego, be humble and open-minded and sharing my story in a powerful, authentic fashion to be real with you and share my wounds, share my scars, share my battles, my trials, my tribulations, and my sweat equity I've built up through life and I've had through all these trials and tribulations and share that with you in a vulnerable, authentic, powerful fashion so that you understand I'm being real with you. I'm not trying to flash my amount of che big checks I have, my big car, my big house, all that, just being real and doing so and using the tools of the modern day to do so in a creative, uh, culture relevant fashion to the modern day is exactly what we're talking about. So understanding that is really a it's really a big shift. It's a shift from consumption to healthy creativity. It's a shift of not auditing my actions, my time and my in and income to auditing my time management, my income and my actions. Uh, it's a shift from living in an unhealthy fashion to living in a healthy fashion from not bringing value to other people to being someone that can lead other people and bring value and unite people it's all these things it's 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 a big shift and it's a big topic and that's why i think we might even in the future actually have a show called create versus consume or consume versus create and just continue to talk about the dialogue on this because you can go even deeper into this, into the whole manipulation of the consumer because the consumer is so time poor in the modern day because we don't have control of our time and how businesses are unethically manipulating that to gain their money or manipulating the consumer for their cash. So it's a really big concept and it's a really big, big, big issue. So. I think it's a really great topic to start a conversation on, and I'm really uh, proud and thankful that we are starting the conversations on a lot of these things that we are in media, and we're starting them and we're bringing them to the marketplace so that these conversations can be started and begun and the dialogue can continue because this is how progress comes to fruition, and this is how unity and community are developed, and this is where you earn the sweat equity to develop connection and unity and community. So it's really essential and I'm, I'm thankful that we're doing it and I'm proud that we're doing it. I'm really honored to have my brother here doing it with me. So, but also shout out to Great Lakes Sober Living. They're doing amazing, great stuff at that uh, facility. Thanks to Brian Annis and uh, the one and only Isaiah Soul here next to me. Cause that's a, a big part of what you guys do is about shifting people from unhealthy to healthy, from no direction, purpose, and mission to a life with oh, a purpose, direction, mission, and guidance, and all these things that we talk about. Great Lakes Sober Living is doing all those things, aren't they, essentially? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to, first of all, this is a process. This doesn't happen overnight. Doesn't, it doesn't just happen. It takes effort. It takes consistency. 
um, you know, when it comes to change in general, it has to it has to sustain change, right? From my experience of what I've seen with myself and other people, like it takes effort. But that's all we're really responsible for is our honest effort. That's all we can control. Like, that's it, honesty and effort. So yeah, that's what we do. It's basically what we do in a nutshell. It's really important to create when you're talking about people when they're used to consuming an addiction. Um, it's important to create new structures, new accountabilities, new systems and ways of life, and then also practicing. Like if I'm used to consuming, it's about me. So it's about practicing getting out of the self and helping others in some capacity. Um, so those are kind of the things that... So that essentially is exactly what we're talking about, if you realize it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I do realize that. Yeah, I'm just saying, how I, I'm saying it the way how I speak. Yeah. So I'm saying that that's what we do, and that's what anyone needs to do when it comes to change, is it starts with being an inventory and then figuring out how to create new structures, new accountability, new efforts, and getting out of the self. So and when it comes to this, social media, create versus consume... Um, it's the same thing. Like same I need thing. to look at my uh, how I'm doing social media. I need to change my structure with it. I need to change how I'm holding myself accountable with the time I'm spending on social media. I need to change making it about me. I need to change to make it more about others. So that's kind of what I get versus create versus consume. And totally, I it think goes, it's, it's that's a, a shift from me to you. Yeah, and I and to sum this up, you know, for me, like just to start, let's, I'm gonna keep this real simple. Is like inventory how much time you're consuming i love this yeah i like idea. to keep this really simple great idea cut it in half or match it cut it in half first then match the after you cut it in half match so then you're spending the same amount of time that you were on it before but you essentially cut your consumption in half and the other half that you were consuming you're doing it to creating now that's a very simple challenge very simple Simp simple thing that i'm going to suggest cut it in half First, audit how much time you're spending a day on social media. First, cut it, no. Cut it. You gotta, you gotta do that first. Cut it in half. Then start creating, and then three, eliminate everything on your feed, every friend, that's every person negative. that's just not filling you up with, with positive energy or inspiration or passion. Eliminate everything, because what we eat and consume is not just food. Everything, music, food. Instagram, social media, TV, friends, family, everyone that we are on us that we consume all that, that feeds us. So 100%. we can choose to feed ourselves with nutrient-dense foods, healthy foods, healthy music, healthy exercise, healthy social media. 100%. Or we can choose negative. So that's the three steps. Audit how much time you're spending online, cut it in half. Replace that other half with creating and then eliminate negative energy on social media. And I guarantee you, if you do those three things, you will have a dramatic transformation in, in a very short period of time of how you feel in life and in your experience with social media on there. 100%. That's I what I would say. That's what I would say. I love that's that. That's how I wrap it up for I me. I think we will wrap it up. And I think that's a great way of wrapping it up. And I think you touched on a lot of great things. And I think we touched on a lot of great things. And ultimately, creating to connect and creating to give value and bring other people some sort of value at the end of the day and understanding that in order to do so, we have to audit our time that we're spending on these social platforms and then move towards creating and, and bringing that value to others. And he just gave you a simple, direct way to do so. You just would start simply by auditing how much time you're spending, reducing it, and then moving towards creating more. 
So at uh, Weirman Media and Two Brothers TV, we got to uh, call the episode uh, good for today. We appreciate your uh, time and energy, your attention. Thank you. Thank your you. attention is our oxygen, and we greatly appreciate you tuning in, liking, sharing, and subscribing. So if you continue to interact on, and be a loyal brand follower, we will make sure that we get you mentioned in one of our next podcast shout out shout outs. At the end of our podcast, we are giving shout outs to loyal brand followers because your attention is our oxygen. Fast, fluid, flexible content creation for the modern day. Hey, Podcast Nation. Thanks for tuning in. Your attention is our oxygen. Please like, share, and subscribe for your chance to be the next loyal brand follower mentioned at the end of our next show. Shout out to my cousin, the rapper, the musician, the leader, the creative, the activist, Dylan Harmston at underscore d-u-l-c-h-e underscore love you dylan keep the hard work coming